You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world where podcasters talk about the same old pop culture topics, two heroes must rise to bring forth a new era of podcast entertainment. The Cigar Nerds Podcast. Movie reviews, pop culture debates, news, science, and even beer reviews. We're stranger than stranger things and funnier than an evil sewer clown. CigarNerdPodcast.com We all smoke down here, Georgie. Welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show Podcast. I am your host, The Monster, back again to give you another sci-fi news for this week. So, let's get started. The big news that I have, the first one, is that Bill and Ted are coming back to the big screen. Excellent! Another thing that I want to talk about is going to be Cobra Kai has been renewed for season two on YouTube. And lastly, I will be talking about the just-released trailer, I guess a teaser trailer, for the Predator movie. So I'm going to review it as I'm doing the podcast. All right, so let's get started with Bill and Ted. If you don't know who those guys are, let me introduce you to them by them introducing themselves. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire! And I'm Chad Theodore Logan! Yeah! Wild Stallion! So that right there is a nutshell profile of these two guys. They're a bunch of dumb teens. And their first movie, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, came out in 89, I believe. And it starred Keanu Reeves as Ted and Alex Winter as Bill. And basically the premise was is that these guys had to do a presentation for high school. And they happened to have a time machine that was from a phone booth back then. So it'll be kind of weird because no one has a phone booth to make a reference to. But they were able to go back into the past And they saw many different characters which they brought from the past to the future. Like Socrates, Napoleon, Joan of Arc, Genghis Khan, and all that dumb fun. And it is dumb fun. To the point that it's like... I want to say like it's a guilty pleasure. Because it's on on its whole, it is funny as hell. But for me... I have enjoyed those characters, and it's been a while since I've seen them, and my wife and I are trying to introduce Bill and Ted to our kids. I mean, they already have been exposed to many other things. This is just one of many uh, characters that are memorable that they should know from their past, considering we're going to get a Bill and Ted third movie. Um, The second one was The Bogus Journey, which I think was 1991. That one, not my favorite, 
but it was still enjoyable just because they're just you know if you get to have a moment in which you can play chess or not chess twister with death it's kind of funny so on on that whole it's stupid dumb fun and I'm looking at how they're going to, one, bring this back many years later. And basically, Bill and Ted are kind of like my age right now, in which they have a family. And there's a crisis, basically, is that because Wild Stallion has not created their, their... And basically, Wild Stallion has not gotten that one hit song. So basically, they have to save the universe once more they have to save the universe by or they have to save the future by creating this hit song that Wall Stallion is famous for and hence why the future is set to be all about Wall Stallions you know and trying to be excellent to each other so I get what they're going with this it would be kind of cool to actually go revisit these characters much older considering what has been done before and it it kind of brought me back to a place that I'm like I remember this time and now I look back on it and like god I was such an idiot back then versus well, I'm still an idiot now but I'm an older idiot now and now I have responsibility so it kind of works in that sense for me because I can relate to it much better I'm just wondering if my kids or this generation will get um, into this movie as well. But, you know, Keanu Reeves, who knew after all this, you know, he would become a, a major, you know, studio actor. You know, he did the damn Matrix, you know, and he's now kind of revamped the gung fu genre. Uh, for John Wick, which he is currently in production just the other day. It just started for John Wick. So right now, uh, Bill and Ted is in pre-production. So when John Wick is done, he'll be moving on to Bill and Ted. So I think it might be time if you want to revisit these characters, but in a different setting, which I'm kind of okay with and the reason why i bring this up because it kind of leads right into cobra kai if you have not seen cobra kai or don't even know what the hell is cobra kai let's go back to to the karate kid the original karate kid with Ralph macchio and pat Morita. basically the karate kid is the every man or the every kid that finally stands up to a bully that wins a karate championship by the famous kick to the face uh, to his bully, who was Johnny, Johnny Lawrence. So what is interesting with Cobra Kai is that the exact same character, kind of like watching many years later how his life since that time hasn't exactly turned out for the greatest not even the least bit positive he is basically living alone has a horrible life I believe he does have a child 
but doesn't even see his child. His mom has long passed. And basically, he lives in a dump. He hates his life. And you can trace it all back down to that famous kick to the face. Now, having said this, one of the things that I liked about The Karate Kid was that, sure, you got to win and you became a hero to many people to to rise up and to overcome challenges. But that was back then. So as much as Johnny's life progressed downward, Daniel's life, the Karate Kid, went upwards and he became a car dealer. And he has like a, a major dealership called LaRusso. And he's on television. He's on the radio. And he becomes the douchebag that Johnny used to be. And it's an interesting role reversal. So I f- saw the first episode of Cobra Kai on YouTube. And it's about 28 minutes long or less than a half an hour. And I kid you not, it is, I don't want to curse because I don't want to do any editing here, but it is damn good. Like, oh my God, it has like the 80s feels all over again. Even like the musical choices in which Johnny is drinking and driving and it's like reliving those moments of his face getting kicked and him falling onto the mat and his sensei choking him and all that. I'm like, oh my god, it is damn perfect. For that half an hour, I was enthralled by this. So I'm thinking, Bill and Ted really can come back and, and do this many years later as their life didn't turn out great and they have to save the future and turn things around. And I'm like, it kind of speaks to me a lot. And I'm kind of hoping that Bill and Ted does that. And I'm, I want to continue with Corporate Kai because I'm really excited about Corporate Kai. It is really damn good. And as of today, it did get renewed for season two. So it is on YouTube. And I don't know if it's going to be free for the whole entire season. I know it's a red tube series. I think the first two maybe are free and then the rest you're going to have to pay for. But honestly, I'm really happy for Cobra Kai. I did not think that a concept like this would work in which you would have the exact same actors doing the exact same characters many years later and change the roles all together because to have sympathy for Johnny, considering what he did in the original Karate Kid movie, blew me away. And I am so on Johnny's side, <laughs> considering after the first episode, I'm like, yeah, go open up your dojo <laughs> and have no mercy against Daniel and take him out. Take out his leg. I don't care how many ways you want to do this. Just end Danny, because Danny is an ass. And I'm sure it's not on purpose, but it comes across beautifully, and I love it. So I cannot be more than pleased, but to highly recommend Cobra Kai. And 
Again, if Bill and Ted can do this on that level, sign me up. I will give you my money gladly. Okay, so let's move on to the last point here in which we're going to be talking about Shane Black's The Predator. The only thing that I know about this is that, okay, we're getting another Predator movie. And Olivia Munn's in it. So again, I have to like it, right? Because she's in it. She's one of many that I've had fantasies for. Not the Predator part, but... But, any case, I still like her a lot. She's enjoyable to watch. So, let me go ahead and, and play this trailer. And I'll play the trailer for you. So, even though it's on audio part, I will be watching it. And then, once that is over, I'm going to tell you my reaction to that trailer. Alright, I'll be back in a moment. Something tore them to pieces. I think they're attempting hybridization. They're upgrading on every plant they visit. We need to know if you pose a threat. We're assassins. Isn't posing a threat kind of the point? Alright, so I finished watching the trailer, and it starts off with this weird what's-in-the-box scenario, and this kid's opening up the box, and inside he has Predator gear. So basically, this is like, what, a, a Predator loot crate, basically? Then he got all these nice replicas, but he is activating, uh, I guess, the ship, and the ship is coming down to Earth. So the question is, you know, whose gear is this? You know, is it making any kind of reference to to Schwarzenegger's encounter like they did in Predator 2? And then basically, I guess the ship, there is a Predator on board and he's going after whatever people that's on Earth. And, okay... Uh, the moment that I was kind of waiting for was Olivia Munn, and she was talking about how the Predator is basically upgrading its technology on whatever planet it encounters, and it's learning that way. But I guess the bigger question that I'm, I'm wondering here is, is this any way connected to what has been done before? 
and it, it's kind of it's a bit frustrating at times because the first Predator was fantastic without a doubt fantastic second one not so much Danny Glover I'm sorry does not really scream action star although at the time hit the lethal weapon so I'm like okay I get it but the only saving grace for Predator 2 is that one shot where you see on a Predator ship an alien skull as in from aliens that skull is the trophy head against the wall and you do see it that was the moment that I'm like all right at least I got to see that at least there's acknowledgement there was alien versus predator like in the comics that Dark Horse did for many years in between so move on to finally we get not one but two aliens versus predator movies okay first one like with most crossovers is going to have to end in a tie and I hate that just like Freddy versus Jason it ends in a tie I wish they wouldn't do that but uh, you know what else are you gonna do you know or when you have a comic book cro crossover and you have X-Men uh, meets the Titans Sure, they may kind of battle at first, but then they find out that they have a common enemy, and then they are friends together, and then, hey, problem solved. So after those two movies were done, and I think the second one was a lot better, because they got rid of that whole, what the hell is the pyramid doing in Antarctica? That kind of storyline, like, I don't forget it, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, the second one was a little better. But then we come into Predators, in which they took humans off our planet and put it on their home world. So basically, they were just prey, and the hunters were the Predators, and they were going after them. That was kind of interesting, only because it just kind of switched things around. Here, I don't know where this is taking place. I don't know where this is going. It just seems as if you're making this like a more suburban predator storyline as opposed to Schwarzenegger is going out into the jungle and there's a predator. Or the urban one and the second one with Danny Glover in which he's fighting, you know, gangs and as well as the cops and, and the violence of the city. I get all that. But what kind of violence would there be, you know, in suburbia, you know? Aggravation over parking in a mall. Just you just can't find after five minutes. Wow. So it it comes. I like Shane Black. I really enjoy his work. Iron Man three is still enjoyable. I know a lot of people don't care about that, but here I just don't get it. And granted, this is just a teaser trailer. And it clocks in about a minute and 46 seconds. So it's very short. So it's not a whole lot of explanation. And honestly, when I saw Jurassic World, uh, the second one, as well as... Oh, what is the other movie that I just saw recently? Well, whatever the case is. Um, the initial trailers sucked. 
And when I saw Avengers Infinity War, the trailer was played again, but it was different. And the story was more flushed out in that trailer. And it felt better. So I'm kind of hoping that the second trailer or the first full trailer will give a better sense as to what the storyline is going to be and, and kind of clarify where and when this is taking place. But for the most part, I'm not exactly wowed by this. I'm just like, okay, but I have more questions than I have answers. So is it one predator? Is it two predators? Is it to catch a predator? That's a whole different movie. So we'll, we'll see from this point on what happens. But, you know, I, I'm I'm just as confused if you are. And I don't know where this is going. Because honestly, I, I think the Predator franchise, if you want to call it that, I don't know where you can go with this anymore. You've kind of did the crossover bit with aliens, but unless you're going to go over, uh, maybe cross it over with Wolverine, he's dead, uh, sorry, or X Men, I don't see this working by itself as a uh, a name recognition that has quality and action all over it. I don't feel that anymore. So again, the only reason why I'm interested in this. It's Olivia Munn, but whatever. All right, so this is going to be the end of my podcast. As always, let me know what your thoughts are about Bill and Ted coming back to the big screen. Or if you've seen Corbo Kai, have you seen the first couple episodes or the whole entire first season? I would love to know what your thoughts are about that. As well as this damn trailer for The Predator. (laughs) Again, i like to know what you guys are thinking. So... How can you do that? Simply. You just email me, man. That's all. Let me know when you're out there. The email is simple. It's monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. You can follow me on the various social networks. So again, thank you for listening to me and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show podcast. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.